People, listen up. It's a fucking lockdown right oh, now. Come off it. We're not in a prison drama, are we? We are in a prison drama. This is the fucking Shawshank Redemption, right? But with more tunneling through shit, no fucking redemption. Screw you guys. I'm going home. Sheriff, this is no time to panic. This is the perfect time to panic. It's not the end of the world. I'm going with you. I'll go with child. Hey, fuck you, Palmer! I'm going with you! Who says I want you going with me? All right, cut the bullshit! Has the whole world gone crazy? Hey! Everybody calm the fuck down. Hello, and welcome to a ho- episode of Holmes. Uh, uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> I screwed it up there. Welcome to an episode of Holmes Movies oh, Recommend. So <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, so this is an episode of Holmes Movies Recommends. My name is Anders Holmes. I'm joined by my older brother, Adam, who is in the United States of America. That's right. Yes, fully vaccinated as well. That, mm, I yeah. am. Yes, so um, yeah, I'm still waiting on when I can hopefully get mine and uh, looking forward to that. So uh, today, the uh, last uh, film you recommended was The Company of Strangers. Yes. Yes, that was, uh, I, I haven't seen the film yet, but I, but I really, 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 uh, really want to. I it's recently right. watched one of the films that you recommended, which was the movie The Conformist. Oh, now that's a good film. That's a very good film. I, I had a bit of a Bertolucci double bill. I watched Last Tango in Paris, which I did talk about on a bonus episode of the podcast, which, um, have you seen Last Tango in Paris? No, I haven't actually. It's very, ugh. You feel dirty at the end of it. It's, I, so I've heard. Yeah. yeah it, I mean, yeah, I mean, I've talked about it enough. So never, look about, never look at butter the same way again, I've heard. Yeah, I mean, I can't say pass the butter without just feeling <laughs> like that and just things like that. And it's just, yeah. I mean, it has some artistic value, but there's some other stuff that's connected with the making of the film that does make you feel a bit ugh and stuff. Okay, I might give that one a miss then. Yeah, I mean, you have to uh, yeah, watch it if you want. I'm not forcing anyone to watch it, I feel like. I mean, I did talk about it. If it's a, it's a film, like, you have to sort of, I mean, take into account some Wait, of the stuff are that... Are you recommending this or are you recommending something? No, okay, okay, fine. So the film that I'm recommending is the new Zack Snyder film, Army of the Dead. Hey. The zombie, his zombie heist movie set in Las Vegas. Oh my god! Okay, <laughs> so yeah, I, I I really like Zack Snyder. I really I like his film. I like some of his films. I think he's you know, he's had a pretty good year with his you know the success that he had with his you know the Snyder cut of uh, Justice League and um and this was a film that you know I really like his uh, remake of Dawn of the Dead and it's nice to see him kind of go back to his roots uh, with this film. So it is, um, it stars Dave Bautista. Dave Bautista is, uh, an actor who played Drax in the Guardians of the Galaxy films. And this is his first film as a lead, which, and I think he's actually really good in the film. I think this, it gives, it shows how, um, versatile he is as an actor. Like you remember in like Blade Runner 2049 when he was in the beginning of that film? Uh, yeah. And I remember him from, uh, Spectre as well, of course. Yeah. But no, it, you, I think he's a, I think he's a very, he has a very compelling presence and I look forward to seeing him in June, the Denis Villeneuve uh, movie that's coming out. So, I mean, I've always loved zombie movies. I think we owe that to George A. Romero and I like how films have, they've, they've been, a, there's, they, they, they became like a form of social commentary in our times. Like Night of the Living Dead was about racism. Dawn of the Dead was about consumerism and things like that. I mean, even Jim Jarmusch did one recently called The Dead Don't Die with Bill Murray. 
and uh, Iggy Pop plays a zombie and so does Carol Kane. It's a very interesting film, a bit weird, but interesting. So this film is about a bunch of mercenaries led by Dave Batista who are hired by a Japanese business person to go into the uh, zombie capital of the world, which is Las Vegas. It's been walled off by everybody after a sort of zombie outbreak. And they're hired to steal uh, $200 million from a vault in a casino. And it's supposed to be sort of like an in and out job, but then it just goes wrong and the whole city is just out and they have to sort of fight their way out. It's um, basically Ocean's Eleven meets Dawn of the Dead with extra firepower. Wow. Um... <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not film. I don't know if it's a film that you would definitely watch, but you know, there is that. I mean, he has his fan base, and of course, people do have that. You know, people enjoy those kind of movies, and I really I liked it. I mean, I I enjoyed it. I think it, you know, it has its faults. It's not a perfect film. It is, I mean, he doesn't do anything uniquely original with zombies apart from a few things, but it's still a very fun and thrilling film. It is a bit too long. It is two and a half hours. And then the sort of second part of the film, you do really feel the length. It does get really dragged out where you're just like, okay, all right. And then boom, zombie action and it's all bloody and stuff like that. And I lo- I, I mean, the beginning like opening credit sequence is amazing. I even like that though he threw in like an American werewolf in London reference at the beginning of the movie. And it's just like a bit like, you know, it, it had the same characteristics that Dawn of the Dawn of the Dead remake had where it's, intense and creepy but it's able to have fun and be playful and i think it's able to do that very well and it's you know this and train to busan the korean zombie film of some of the best like zombie horror films i've seen over the last few years and um, both of those films have strained father and daughter relationships but i think train to busan does that aspect better in this film but still it has some nice little emotional moments and i think there was an aspect when watching the film I put myself in Snyder's shoes and I feel like there was a sense of catharsis from those scenes with Dave Bautista and Ella Purnell, a British actress who plays his daughter. I mean, g- given the fact that, you know, he's been dealing a lot with his uh, daughter who committed suicide a, lot, uh, a few years ago. And that was one of the reasons why he decided to step away from the production of Justice League because of that. And he's done a lot of work for um, uh, su- suicide prevention and done a lot of work for that so that's 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 really great and yeah it I it have like it, there's some small little issues I have for the film it's it's gloriously fun like the cast is really diverse like it's really really it's it's great you really get a sense that everyone's having a really fun time and there's some good zombie effects it's like the whole it's like John Carpenter's Escape from New York and it has a bit of Ghosts of Mars which is another John Carpenter film and there's a zombie tiger which is awesome it's awesome a zombie tiger yes a zombie jungle cat. Yes, a white Siegfried and Roy tiger. And uh, Garrett Dillahunt, who plays a character in the film, is just like, that's just crossing the line. I, I love Garrett Dillahunt. He's, yeah, he's, uh, he's great uh, in the film. The, the cast is really great. Like, you just have some really great actors like Amari Hardwick, uh, Matthias uh, uh, Schweik. Hofer, who's a German actor, Anna de la... Really, really, is Matthias Schweighofer a German actor? I never would have guessed that. <laughs> yeah, and uh, uh, comedian Tig Notaro, she um, replaced... Notaro, it? Yeah, she replaced an actor who was originally in the film, who had shot scenes for the film, but then came out, there were some reports that he was being a bit of a twat towards women, so they basically, Christopher plummered him out of the film and replaced her, him with Tig Notaro. Nice. And she's great in the film. Like she met, like she hasn't met any one of the actors that she, she like, who like they just put her in the film and you think like, and it's seamlessly the way they do it. 
and because of covid they had like small crew and uh, zach schneider who's like the director of photography so he was doing it and they were just saying like make sure you do all these marks and all this other stuff and the way they put her into the film is pretty cool and i think it works very well and it's like you it's like they didn't just you know it's 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 pretty good the way they did that and um yeah i like I said, I'm a fan of Zack Snyder. He seems like a really humble and great guy from interviews. He's the kind of guy you just want to meet and have like a beer with him. And then, you know, I just want to say like, have a beer with him. yeah, I just want to sort of say like, I really like your films. Watchmen's great. Dawn of the Dead. I like that. 300 is fun. But I also, but then I would also ask him, why the fuck is Sean Spicer in this movie? Right. I mean, I don't like the whole politics around the Marvel films, I must say. I don't like the fact that the guy who runs Marvel is a Trump donor. I don't like films that are about... Kevin Feige is a Trump donor? Um, I think so. Or I think the guy who like owns the company is or, or something. Is, or you mean the guy who owns Disney? Or is that what you mean? I don't know. Someone, one of those cunts Anyway, I had I need to like do my research on that. But anyway, I don't like the whole there's an apocalypse we have to solve it with something called like all these like fascist names, like a justice league and like uh, Avengers and stuff like that. It's like, it's all a little bit like when you drive around in this country and you see the stickers that all these guys have on the back of their cars or like the, you know, um, the, the guns and the masks, you know, with the, the skull masks and things. And it's all that it's like this like combination of like apocalypse and like this sort of white savior Superman, myth it's very like yeah. so um yeah so i that's one of the reasons i don't watch the films um uh generally speaking and um and it just it just i don't know it's just culturally a little bit like i don't know uncomfortable. yeah it's a bit it, it can be a bit problematic and it does leave people to sort of say do you agree with all this stuff <laughs> right and it's also that thing where it's like if if, if everyone is watching these films at least some of the people watching these films are taking away a different a, me- a different message than you and I would. Um, yeah. Anyway, I'm still interested in the scenario where you meet Zack Snyder. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I probably would just say something along the lines of how you would, because I wouldn't get all fanboy about him. Because I think he, I think there are, I think, and I do see this online. I think there is a particular group of people who are fans of his films and particularly who were very sort of vocal about his version of justice league to be released and i do acknowledge this while i say as i am a fan of his work that a part of that fandom is quite toxic and i think and i think and i think he's done a very good job to sort of keep himself distant and separate and say i'm not like those people and everything like that and i think there is and i think there is a sort of there there is that problem when you have people on the internet saying a bunch of stuff, being like, restore the Snyderverse and everything like that. And it's like, and watching this movie, it's like, he's moved on. He's not doing DC, you know, superhero movies anymore. He's doing this and he's probably got other films he's going to do. I mean, he was originally going to do an adaptation of The Fountainhead by Ayn Rand. Right. So why is he doing that? I mean, it's like, you've got to ask some questions. It's like, if lots of Nazis like your work and you're adapting Ayn Rand's The Fountainhead, you can't just be like, I'm not like those people. Like, I'm not saying I, I'm not saying Zack Snyder's a Nazi, but I, what I am saying is that you've got to look at yourself if that's like what you're drawn to direct, you know? Yeah. He did vote Democrat. He did say that in an interview. Well, great. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Because, frankly, I'm just like, I don't want to give people fucking applause for that. Like, do, we see, do you see what's happening in the world right now? There is a kind of binary choice, unfortunately, because of the way it breaks down in this country between 
voting for um you know essentially any number of of you know you can be a democrat and be basically incredibly right-wing or be a communist and still and that's still the democrat is your choice but the only people who would vote for the alternative are you know actual fascists <laughs> or lunatics you know <laughs> i'm not gonna give him a pat on the back for that i'm sorry uh, i need to be convinced a little more especially when you tell me he's directing ayn rand movies no he was he's not doing it anymore he's not gonna right. do what's he doing now das capital to make up I, for I have no idea what he's doing now but i look forward to seeing how you'd adapt das capital in fairness but yeah but anyway so yeah that's my little uh review of army of the dead and i've posted a blog i'll post a blog post of my little thoughts on it in uh, the uh, episode description, so you can check it out on there. Maybe we should both meet Zack Snyder when we meet him. I can grill him about his politics while you like fondle his balls or something. <laughs> I'm you not. Said gonna... You're a fanboy. <laughs> I, said, I, said fan, I said. I said. I said. I said. I said fan. Not. I'm a fan of like. Okay, you know what? The fact that you're a boy isn't relevant. <laughs> no, just dirty man. You, not, <laughs> not so excited. Uh, so, yeah. Well, well, it might be a dirty man, you don't know. Uh, who knows? Uh, uh, we that's... What? <laughs> Is it, are we allowed to say? <laughs> okay, enough. Okay, all right. So, yeah, that's my recommendation of, of no, the If you're listening. <laughs> He's probably not. <laughs> he probably clicked off at the sort of fumbling balls bit. But, yeah. I, don't know, but, I think I'd be curious. So, yeah, you could you could watch this movie on Netflix or if you're in America, it is playing in certain cinemas and you can watch it on there. So, yeah, if, you feel, if you're a fan of his work and you're a fan of, like, zombie horror stuff like I am, do check it out. So, yeah, for anyone who's listening and likes the sound of that. It's a good fun time. It's silly. Bit long. Uh, a little bit like uh, insist upon itself a little bit some camera shots are a little bit like blurry and soft focus and stuff like that but uh yeah all in all good fun time it sounds properly shit anyway uh <laughs> it's great it's, it's probably look forward to not watching this film <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so yeah do check back to see what adam will be recommending that is going to be the complete opposite of the film that i just talked about how no it's not actually is it stay tuned Okay, it's not the well, complete opposite. It's different, but it's not the complete opposite. Is it? But you'll have to tune in next time to find out what it is. Is it the uh, adaptation of one of the adaptations of The Fountainhead? It's not the adaptation <laughs> of The Fountainhead. Yeah. Well, have a good day, everyone. Stay safe. Bye. Bye bye. <laughs>